This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Welcome, everyone, on the live stream. And for all you listening to the audio version, it is a Monday, October 24th. That's right, everyone. The big October holiday is coming soon. You know what it is, and I know what it is. And for all of you, again, following along on the live stream, I thank you very much on the Facebook and the Twitter machine and everyone else everywhere else. My name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast. We are, of course, as always, brought to you by Belly Up Sports Podcast Cast Network. So how's everyone's weekend going so far? Everyone here? Good. Everyone silver? Close enough. Let's just go. Let's just go with that. So for all of you following along on the uh, on the live stream, if you want to comment along, I will make sure to get to you as we go along. And for everyone else who's listening on the audio version of this, please like, share, and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to. Just hit the subscribe. And if you are listening along on the Apple or Spotify, please give us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. Everybody got it? Good. On we go. So... The Hershey Bears this past weekend, we finally, well, not finally, we got to hit the road this season. We went to Charlotte, North Carolina. I hear it's lovely this this time of year. And, well, why are the Bears leaving town? Well, plain and simple, Disney on ice. Yeah, that's why. Four days, 12 shows, some of them as early as 10 in the morning. Yeah. And my wife he's actually thought about working one of them. <laughs> I, it, I honestly, if I was working Giant Center, first off, why? And uh, secondly, I that would probably be one of the shows I would never ever want to do. I mean, think about it. Think about it. The songs you're going to hear, the the cheap princess costumes. If I want to go see cheap princess costumes, I'll go to the Ren Fair, and I should know I've worked them. So I go do that. But anyway, I digress. We don't need to know about the Disney verse. It's not why you're here. You're here for Hershey Bears hockey. That's why. And the boys traveled down to Charlotte, North Carolina this past weekend to take on an Atlantic Division rival. Can you hear the air quotes? Atlantic Division rival in the Charlotte Checkers, a team that the Bears just can't figure out because Thanks to Zach Fish on on uh, on the broadcast on Saturday, brought up a very 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 good point. Since coming back into the Atlantic Division, um, well, actually, the Checkers have been around since 2010. If not for the Great Virus, they would have had a, probably a really sweet 10th anniversary season. But anyway, anyway, Charlotte, the Bears have not done well. There was about a span of three or four years where Charlotte was in the Western Conference. Don't laugh. The Utica Comets in Utica, New York were considered Western Conference. So were the Toronto Marlies. 
But then again, so were the Toronto Maple Leafs back in the day. But there was a span of three to four years where Charlotte was in the West. And then I think in 2015, they came back into the into the conference and were just reinserted into the Atlantic uh, Division. It's just too bad their old rivals in the Norfolk uh, Admirals are no longer with us. They're in the ECHL now. So it's a little lonely down there south, but hey, they have a really sweet airport out there and can fly wherever the heck they want to go. So good on them. But it's a team that the Bears just can't win, just can't really figure out. Zach brought up on the podcast, on the broadcast, that the Bears are 5-11 and against the Charlotte Checkers. Five, one, two, three, four, five, ah, 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 against the Charlotte Checkers ever since they came back into the league. And a lot of that is heavily skewed because their time back in the league has been when they've had a really good bump of crop uh, prospects and talent and signings over the past five years. I mean, what you're seeing with the Hurricanes right now, Aho, Shmetsikov, Nikis, and others that have gone elsewhere in the league, Alex Nedeljkovic, who's being got traded to Tor- Detroit for whatever reason, they're still pumping out the talent down there in Charlotte. And they won the last Calder Cup before the great virus attacked. They called themselves three-time champions, even though two seasons had passed because of the great virus. This is a team that has swagger, a team that wants the smoke, as the kids like to say. Unfortunately, it's earned. They've won. They're good. They know it. Their Twitter game is on point, or fire emoji, as the kids like to say. I mean, when you're good, you're good. And you have the right to go out there and brag about it, which is what the checkers like to do. But the Bears just can't get a win there. Bad bounces, blown leads, and stuff. Just all sorts of things. So, hopefully, last season, I think we went like 2-6. and against them or like three and five. It it wasn't the best. We never got to play Charlotte in in the playoffs, but I was hoping I'm hoping with this team, it's a new season. We play these guys early before they realize their potential. And maybe just maybe this might be the time where we can get them. So on a Friday night, let me just uh, pull a few things up here. Uh, Sorry. Just thinking mentally here. Stay with me. Talk to So we go back to Friday, October 21st, as the bullies travel down to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum to take on the Charlotte Checkers. And that's actually what it is. Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Yes. The Southern fast food joint is a sponsor of that arena. It's an arena that's been around since the 1930s, 20s or 30s. And my gosh, does it look it. They still have the old, um, in front is still the old timey um, box office complete with checkerboard tiling. I wish I was joking. I've been there. I've been to this place. So I know. So, um, and it's called the concrete biscuit for a reason. It's a big dome, big with seating that goes 
out in terms of um, where everybody is. It's not stacked on top of each other like Hershey, Wilkes-Barre, Lehigh likes to do. It is out seating like Providence does. So sight lines on the old uh, television machine, (laughs) not the best, not the best. But you make do. We don't go down there very often. It was a little brisk down there in Charlotte, 58 degrees the past couple days. That's considered cold in North Carolina. And the boys skate out, and I'm I'm there. It's a Friday night, tuning in on the AHL app in the jockey wagon. Nice to do this once again. And, uh, oh, Charlotte's wearing their black jerseys. Yeah, Charlotte has the uh, alternate black jerseys. Um, They're the affiliate of the Florida Panthers. I know the Panthers don't have black jerseys yet. And it's just, it's, it's their thing. It's the Queen City jerseys. And Black Friday, get it? Friday home games, they weren't black, get it? Eh. So the Bears skate out wearing their whites against the Charlotte black, black jerseys, red chest stripes, circular logo, and white lettering. It's fine. It's fine. Not, it's fine. It's fine. I probably shouldn't say too much because Checker's Twitter would come after me. <laughs> so we're getting ready to go. Zach Fucali on one end. Mike Scarbosa did not make the trip for the boys because he's welcoming in the second child into this world. Hopefully here at the Grit and Bear podcast, we wish the Scarbosa family the best and congratulations on your new addition into the world. Congratulations. It's Tia there, Muggle. So, um, so solved the veteran problem for that weekend. Sonny Milano in the lineup and a pretty darn good lineup. One felt really good about, good about. And at the other end of the net is <gasps> Alex Lyon. It's Alex Lyon. My gosh, I have, you might remember him from such teams as the Springfield Thunderbirds, Calder Cup champion, Springfield Thunderbirds. You might also remember him from such teams as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, tagged to be the to be the successor to Brian Elliott, Martin Jones, and the seven goalie lineup of 2019. <laughs> uh, the Lord and Savior of Allentown's heart, Alex Lyon, now down there in Charlotte. Good on him. Weather's nice, and they have good food down there. So we're right. We're getting underway. Underway. God help us all. Let's get right into this. And the Bears start pushing a little bit. And we heard from Todd Nelson on the broad on the broadcast that that the two teams are very similar. Very similar. Fast counterattack type teams can play defensive when need be. But what I didn't know about the Charlotte team is that you know, yeah, in my season preview, I wasn't I wasn't really high on them per se. But their lineup, boy, they got veterans in them. Riley Nash, Michael Delzato, Zach Delpy. In there as well. Um, Connor Bunnerman, former Lehigh Valley Phantom. Chris Tierney, former San Jose Shark. Stanley Cup finalist Chris Tierney from the 15-16 San Jose Sharks is down there. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that Charlotte's been able to scoop up. But early on there in the first, big Gabriel Carlson dumps the puck and nicely done. The line comes out to play it. And what the heck is he doing? Don't care. Morelli gets it, fires, big rebound left out front. Sam Ennis, he shoots, he scores! Sam Ennis scores! Yes! Ennis got him! And I gotta be careful how I celebrate these. Sam Ennis, 
Sam did it. He's on the board, and the Bears are up. one nothing. Yes, world. That's it. Get to Charlotte. Get them early. Go on, boys. Sam Ennis. <laughs> we do not deserve such humor as this. Sam Ennis puts the Bears up. one nothing. Assist to Mason Morelli and Gabriel Carlson. Nice job by the boys. But Charlotte gets a power play a little bit later. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. I'm not having good flashbacks when I have to deal with Charlotte on the power play. Always deadly on there. And um, there Bears fire the puck down into their zone. And Charlotte sort of skates out of the zone. Has some trouble there at center. Ice, Riley pressing. Pokes a check. Poke check and yoink. And there it goes. Riley Sutter in on a breakaway. Deeks backhand. Score! Yes! Yes! Riley Sutter! Yes! Go on, son! Backhander! Riley Sutter did it! And the Bears are up 2-0 in Charlotte. That's a polite way to tell... What was the attendance? What was the attendance for this game? That's a polite way to tell... uh, 4,334 fans to sit down and shut up. (sighs) Riley Sutter, 2-0 Hershey as we take that at the end of the first period, Bears out shooting the checkers six to two, but the scoreboard there is a little slow to update a little bit. Just a little, not the best. It's Binghamton style, if you remember back back in the day with them. But but okay, okay, okay. Let's. I, I remember last time. I remember April. We were up three nothing on these guys, and it did not go well. It did not end well. So. I like this, but this is a different crew. This is different. I'm not going to have to go John Tapper on this team. We have offense. We have weapons. We're healthy. We're healed. We got this. Second period. Bears get going once again, and Sonny Milano just gets a puck down in the corner, is able to bat it down over to Vecchione, backhander toward Pilon. Shirts, he scores! Garrett Pilon! 3-0! He got him! Yes! Alex Lyon! Looking like rookie Alex Lyon in 2015 against the Bears. 3 nothing, Hershey. 3 nothing. midway through the game. And we're holding them to freaking 13 shots. No, wait, my bad. That was us. We had 13 at this point, holding them to six shots. We're dominating this game. Time to put this little baby to bed. I'm going to enjoy this game. It's slowed down. It's a crisp Friday night, and I'm going to have myself a good time on this time on this bears get called for a penalty as the checkers go back on the power play oh lovely lovely riley nash has it on the top circle fires one in big rebound scores anton Lavinci, and it's 3-1 charlotte with less than two minutes to go is that a sin no no that's not a sin just as bad okay it's 3-1 and charlotte's really pushing back on this team and and just just get out of the period guys and i hear it in charlotte already he shoots he scores Shockers goal scored by blah 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 and i hear it off in the distance fukali 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 it's all your fault pull the goalie what goalie? Ah, ha, 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 ha
I heard my fill of this when I was down there. And guess what? Hey, hey, Charlotte, Nashville called. They want their shtick back. And even that got old. But all right, all right, all right. I shouldn't be acting like Hades from Disney's Hercules. Just going, what? All right, all right, all right. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. All right, okay. This is not, it's not going to be April all over again. I'm not going to go through this again with this squad. I'm not. So into the third, 3-1. All right, let's get the defense going. Let's let's try to, to take this game back a little bit. They scored one goal, happens, but let's just get back into this, okay? Let's let's calm down. Let's calm down. That scary Mayhew, what's he doing on a lone shoots? He scored! One minute! One minute! One minute! And you let them now they're within a goal! Now they're within a goal. Now it's Fukali, Fukali, get out of here. Oh, gosh. And now the place is going once again. The Bears don't know what to do right now. Shards clogging up the neutral zone, firing pucks back in, losing 50-50 puck battles. The checkers are pushing the Bears around and they are getting beat. Zach Fukali. And I'm already hearing it. Oh, should have started Shepard tonight. No, no, no. I will not hear this. I will not. Six minutes to into the per- period. Just Charlotte, just putting it in on her. She already five shots to start the start the period. They lead a rush. Henry, um, Henry, long shot. Dennis shot. Big rebound. Delphi scores. We're tied. No. No! No! Charlotte has tied it! Three goals in seven minutes! Three goals! Seven minutes! Even the San Jose Sharks look at this and go, wow, you guys were quick. No, it's going to be April all over again, isn't it? It is! All we need now is a stupid late third period penalty to put them on the power play. Riley Sutter's going to go off for tripping. What did I just say? What did I just say here? I told you not to take penalties. What are you doing here? You're making me go into taffer zone. You're making me go into taffer mode. I don't like doing this. I really don't. But we can be fine. We can handle this. It's just, okay, momentum can be built off of Penalty kills. Patrick Weller ain't going to put up with this again. Let's see what the boys can do. Charlotte wins the faceoff. Oh, God. Up top, Vicini looking once again. Over over to a Kukkonen. Looking circle. Shoots. Deflected. Nash scores! No! Damn it! No! What are you doing? You're going to leave Riley Nash open in the slot? Who's got Riley? Who's got him? And Charlotte takes the lead four to three with less than five minutes to go. Three nothing. Midway through the game, three nothing again. 
Riley Nash with his second of the game, the second of the season. Second power play goal given up by the boys. Bears pull Fukali with two minutes to go. Maybe this can be it. Maybe. Nope. Lachini dumps it out to Zach Delpy, fires it into the empty net. 5-3. Congratulations. You blew it. Henrik Bjorkstrom gets a screen in front goal with one second left in the game. I'm not even recognizing that. I'm not. Well, I do because it's a score, but no, no, you're not getting any fair with that. That's a pity goal. You get that without the empty netter, and I feel better about what happened. <sighs> Bears lose 5-4 to four the final. Should have been 5-3. Three. three stars were Riley Nash, Anton Vuccini, and Zach Delpy. First star with two goals. Oh, by the way, for the Bears, let me just uh, bring this up. For the Bears that night, uh, okay. I thought, now Mason Morelli had one assist. I thought he had three. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Way to waste a good night. Way to waste a good night, guys. Three nothing. You got the jump on them. You had a chance to end a narrative in that building, but instead, you all but reinforced it. Three nothing. Midway through the game. And there are people who tried to throw the argument at me. Well, you can't win them all. It's the first one of the season. No, don't give me that crap. Don't give me that crap. If this was a back and forth game where both goalies are getting lit up back and forth and Charlotte was just the one who happened to get the last goal with three minutes to go, okay, I could have been fine with that because that was an effort. That was back and forth. That's where you're challenging this team to a shootout and you... And you weren't good enough. But hell, you tried for 60 minutes. This team failed and quit after 30. Oh, you're being too harsh. It's the first road game of the season. I'm being too harsh? Me? Yeah. Yes, I am. I am angry. And I have the right to be after watching this team wither out and peter out. And just get pushed around, dominated, outshot, outclassed, and outgunned. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Yes, Charlotte has talent. And credit to them for coming back. Others tried to blame Zach Fucali for this. No, the team in front of him didn't give him anything. The team in front of him stopped defending, stopped playing pucks, stopped almost everything. And I said on Facebook, there better not be a repeat of this embarrassment the following night. And someone on there actually asked, or else what? Well, or else I'll make another angry Facebook post. But. This is stuff you don't pull on your first road trip. This is not what you do. You're a, we're Hershey, darn it. We have we have high expectations, a high ceiling. There is hype. There is all sorts of stuff surrounding this team. Give this fan base hope 
But instead, nope, another road game loss, another blown road loss. We left this crap behind in April. So yes, yes, I'm upset and I make no apologies for it. I'm not going to shrug my shoulders and say, you'll get them next time. Because you are proving at that game that you did it. That was pathetic. And yes, I went full tapper on this team. Well, partial tapper on this team. And I'll finish this little segment with a line from John Tapper, which he said to many bar owners on Bar Rescue, you blew it. Good night. You blew it. This team blew it. And I probably just blew out everybody's car speakers with what I just said. So, yeah. Yeah. Got all that out of my system. So, Bears lose in stupid fashion. And I I make no apologies for what I just ripped that team a new one. Because this, this, this shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. So, we're going to move on to Saturday. And the Bears taking on the Charlotte Checkers. And uh, we'll move on right after this. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Everyone, part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Thank you to everyone, all two of you, showing up on the live stream here. So the Bears are back at it on a Saturday night, taking on Charlotte. Six o'clock start down there in Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. And, um, okay, all right, let's get back to them, boys. Let's take it to them. Um, That night, Aaron Ness was held out of the lineup that night because of a lower body injury, blocked a shot, and didn't come back. Oh, okay, well... There's another veteran problem we don't have to worry about. A bit of a different different look uh, tonight. Logan Day making his debut on the third pairing with Bobby freaking Nardell out there. Napreovic goes out there in Michael's place uh, as well. And Hunter Shepard gets between the pipes in this game. And, um, you know, all right, let's just... I, I, I hate for this to be such a low bar, but let's just not embarrass ourselves this time. No pun intended. Let's just not do that. So the Bears come out wearing their whites because, well, they had to because they were wearing their black jerseys and Charlotte wearing their reds. So this means I'm not, we're not going to see those whites on any sort of broadcast whatsoever. What do I mean by that? Well, you see, after the new year, the AHL has this lovely idea where all teams switch jerseys. So in the second half of the year, it'll basically be like the NHL, where you wear darks at home and whites on the road. Do I like this? Bollocks do I. No, I don't like this. White at home, darks on the road. Alternates? You do you. But that, but that's how it is. It's like in The Incredibles 2. Math is math. When did they start adding, la- adding letters to it? Math is math. Spelling is spelling, and math is math. But let's, so Charlotte's wearing their reds. They're willing, we're going to get back at it in this one. And um, Bears, well, they're still getting shoved around again. But this one, it's a 
it's a little different. It's a little bit of a slower pace. We're not trying to run and gun in this one. We're throwing our weight around some pretty darn good hits when I'm liking this game. Big Matthew Strom throwing his body around like what I'm seeing seeing out of that. And Dylan Mickelrath, oh my goodness, smoked a poor lad in the bush. Keep your head up, kid. Keep your head up. That was a, a clean hit. And uh, Vincent Oreo throws down a center. Vincent, easy there, Bonnie lad. Easy. But I like it. I like it. I'm watching you, kid. I like that. You need to keep an eye on this boy. Keep an eye on this boy. But the Bears try to get their speed going. Logan Day feeds it up. Mason Morella gets around a defenseman, and it's a two-on-one. Looking over to Ethan Frank. He shoots. He scores! Ethan Frank! Ethan Frank with his first of the season. Gets one past line. That's not lying. Who is that net? Matt, Mac Guzda. Mac Guzda. G-U-Z-D-A. That's not a name. That's a bad Scrabble hand. But the guy only had a near shutout against Hartford last week. So um, that's a good thing. Hmm. Ethan Frank, his first of the season. Mace Morelli with his fourth assist already. Shh. Brian Beeks might actually be proven right. Shh. Mason Morelli for unsung hero in back-to-back seasons? Possibly. I'm not against it. But you think Charlotte's taking that lying down? Nope. Logan Hutsko who had seven goals against us last season, is able to get a rebound after a power play, and Charlotte ties the game. Zach Delpy with the assist, and Santu Kuninen. Whatever. Charlotte ties it. All right. It's going to be one of those games, isn't it? It's going to be one of those. So we go on to the second, 1-1, and I'm listening to the coach talk, and I'm hearing some vigor. In his voice, this coach's interview. And from what I heard in Zach on the inter- on his pregame stuff as well, turns out we had ourselves a little fiery coach meeting this morning. Gathered everyone in the locker room, closed the door, and said, who wants to go out and win a f***ing game? Okay, I- I'm paraphrasing. that. That's not what he said. That is not what he said, everyone. But it's one of those meetings. It's one of those. Now, is that a good or a bad thing that we're having that kind of uh, meeting this early in the season? My theory, not a bad thing. You blow a three-goal lead in your first road game, a bit warranted. So I'm not, I, I'm not going to get, oh, stop being so hard on them. No, no. That was an embarrassing loss in your first road game. Let them know how it is. And Todd Nelson showing he ain't going to put up with no crap. If they blow another lead in this game, like if they blow a three-goal lead in this one, I guarantee you, Monday's practice or Tuesday's practice, somebody's going to go grab the puck bucket and they're going to go, no, 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 leave it. Leave it. But don't we need the puck? No, you're not getting any pucks today. Oh boy, that means it's wind sprint day. (laughs) That means it sprints all day. But uh, let's just hope it doesn't come to that. I don't think it will. So after the first period, shots are 14-9 Charlotte. 
and I was still a little bit low on the, uh, I was a little slow on the, uh, on the shots uh, reporting because again, Bojangles is a little slow to update it at least in, uh, in real time, but one, one, I like how the bears are pressing back. I do playing more physical, getting bigger guys in into it. And Hunter Shepard playing extremely well for him doing really well. And, uh, the Bears, in the second, just get power play after power play opportunities. Connor Butterman off for, for hooking. First period, they already had two power plays, and not much really came of it on, e- on either one. The third one got some good passing going. going. Sonny Milano starting to feel a little bit more confident there. and um, But fourth power play, you guys got to convert some point. Can't let these opportunities go by the way, wayside. As the second unit is out there, Bobby there at the circle. Bobby freaking Mardella at the point. Throws it over to Vecchione. Looks. Throws it to Milano in the slot. Deflection. Scores! Sonny Milano scores! Ice cold milk and Milano cookie. <laughs> Sonny Milano. I, I'm, I'm not doing it's always Sonny and Hershey. No. Sonny Milano Ice cold milk and a Milano cookie. Petridge Farm remembers. <laughs> 2 1 Hershey. Power play goal. Yes, boys. 2 1. All right. Okay. Let's lock. All right. Now we're going to get these guys. 2 1. Close game. We're playing defense. And Logan Hutsko scores again. What are you doing? It, two... Okay. All right. Okay. It's okay. It's going to be that type of game. 2 2 after 2. I swear on the hockey gods if it's 3 3 after 3. Charlotte out shooting the Bears 24 to 17 at this point. But the Bears, they start pressing back and they keep pushing. And there is, with about seven minutes to go in the third, there is a point where the Bears are playing keep away 90 seconds in the zone of passing, shooting and getting open looks. Charlotte is tired. They can't clear bears get into the puck battles, muscling tired players out the puck. This is what we need to do. Throws in front for peel on. He shoots it up and over the net wide freaking open, but we get the puck back. Bobby Nardella is out there. Just line changes at will. Charlotte can't do anything except stand and just hold sticks out. But the bottom of the net, Throws it out, out in front. There's Milano. He shoots and he rings the post. No, no, it went out of play. No, it didn't. Get it and the boys recover. Logan Dade, the point. Long wrister deflected just wide of the net. Ethan Frank had it. Oh, my goodness. And Charlotte ends up clearing for an icing. Sing. Back down. Charlotte can't change. Bears in there for another 30 seconds. Long shot by Nardella. Wine fires and snagged by Gozda. And finally, Charlotte can get a change after 90 seconds to nearly two minutes of gameplay. A Bears domination and nothing. I hope this isn't a turning point of the game or something. I don't know if this is Todd Nelson's system or not. But you know what that reminded me of? Troy Mann's system. It does. I know none of you like hearing that. But sort of reminds me of that a little bit. Sort of does. 
One minute to go. And Charlotte's pressing yet again. The Bears are just trying to get to overtime at this point. Maybe nick a point. Tries to get it out of the zone. Stolen. Up in the end. He's in him with Hutzko. Comes over Hutzko. He shoots. He's no robbed by Hunter Shepard who slides and gets the glove over. My goodness. Hunter Shepard, you beautiful man. Oh, my goodness. Face off in the Bears zone. Face off in the Bears zone. And Charlotte's getting it. Oh, God, no. Back out to to the point. Tyranny, high slot, wrister, ping off the bar. Flies off into the corner, 20 seconds seconds left. Over to Tyranny, once again, shoots, kicked away by Shepard. 15 seconds left, can't get it out. Once more over, hopping the Emmy, over, Deke's backhands, knocked away by Otter Shepard. And the Bears clear down to the zone. Three, two, one, and we're going to overtime. Somebody get Hunter Shepard a 20-piece McNugget because that man freaking deserves it. Oh, my goodness, Hunter Shepard. Saving a point in the third period. Charlotte should have gotten that. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to overtime. We're going to overtime. And three on three, who do we got out there? Uh, Vecchione, LaPierre, and Day. All right. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. And the Bears try, Bears get some possession. Charlotte, Charlotte's able to take the puck back. Not much going on. Bears get the reload. Off comes LaPierre and comes Bjorkstrom. And it's Pilon. I like this. A little bit of more offensive base. Try to get in the zone. Sam, Tries to shoot, stripped off the puck, and Bjorkstrom trying to get back. Hutzko leading up. It's a two-on-one. Hutzko over to Tyranny. Tyranny, Hutzko. Hutzko shoots. Stopped by Shepard, but it's loose in the paint. Tyranny knocks it in, and that's it. That's it. That's game. Charlotte wins it. Game over. Checkers win. Three to two the final. Chris Tyranny with his second of the season. And Charlotte takes both games. Three to two, the final. Now, I know what all of you are expecting me to do. You're expecting me to flip out and lose my mind. All right. This was not a successful road trip. None. My one friend suggested that this was a failure. I would not quite go that far. If you got no points, yes. And that was a very real possibility. But you got one. I have a philosophy early in the season. Get points now. Get good later. Get points early in the season. Because you're going to have a slump at some point. And you want to have the points to make up for it. And these pair of games in Charlotte showed... You still can't win down there. No matter what lead, no matter how hard you try. Charlotte owns you. Charlotte has us whenever we go down to the concrete biscuit. Giant Center is a little different story, but it always depends on the time of year. Charlotte games are spread out like taffy over the year. You don't know what team they're getting. And if we would have won in overtime and we split the weekend, fine. Even Stevens. Thanks. 
Thanks for the fried chicken and biscuits. And we'll see you in January. I think that's when we play them again. And we'll see you then. But a point that was only because a goalie made some nice day saves in the final minute. This road trip exposed some flaws with the team. Now, would having Michael have solved some of these problems? Don't know. I honestly don't know, and it's not fair to make that statement. I'm not going to count this loss on a man who went home to see his child being born. No. Was not having Aaron Ness a factor in this? Maybe, but I think Logan Day played really good. There are some guys who really stepped up this weekend. Mason Morelli, Sam Ennis, Sonny Milano. There were bright spots. But Logan Hutzko, Zach Delpy, and making Alex Line had a horrible game on Friday. You close that out and you get three points on the weekend. I almost don't care what happened Saturday. You won the first game. You did what you were supposed to do. But as Troy Mann has always said, and I know you Bears fans hate me saying this, but I'm going to keep saying it because it works. Win the weekend. And you didn't. You lost. Well, it's only the third and fourth game of the season. You can't take that seriously. Maybe so. But it's how this team lost. It's what bothers me. Three blown leads during the weekend. Three. Three nothing, one nothing, two one. You had leads on Charlotte. This isn't, these, these aren't two blowouts. And if one of these were a blowout, I would have felt better by saying, yeah, not our night, which that happens. That I'm almost okay with. But these were two games you could have won. And you let the other team off the hook. And I'd say this in January and February and in March, just as much as I'd say in October. You blew it. You blew this weekend. A chance to get some points and get back at an old team. And this couldn't even have happened. Now this upcoming weekend, you have a chance to shut people like me up. A three and three this weekend. Traveling to Hartford. Ew. On a Friday. Wilkes-Barre comes in and Lehigh comes in. So, prove me wrong, Hershey. I say that plenty of times. I say that plenty of times. Prove me wrong. Prove people wrong. And I think this team can. I think they can. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't believe in this team. I do. But you can't have these kind of performances early in the season. And it's good to see Todd Nelson take, take it to them. And say this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work. This isn't Hershey standards. You guys gotta do better, and I believe this team can. So let's take a look at the Atlantic Division. Charlotte, your leaders in the clubhouse at this point with eight points. Uh Bridgeport at four. Wait, what? Bridgeport four and one. Bridgeport's leading the division. <clears throat> ugh. Ugh. Can't believe I said that. Ugh, God. Wilkes Yeah. Seven points at 3 0 and 1. Ugh, God. Oh, God. Bridgeport and Wilkes up in the division. Oh, God. Providence, three with seven points at 3 1 and 1. Hershey, 2 1 and 1 with five points. Lee, Lehigh at two, one and one with five points. 
Springfield got their footing back this weekend, going three, going there are two and three with four points, and Hartford sitting at the bottom of the division at 0-2-1-1 with two points. Taking a look in the north, Rochester and Cleveland are tied with six points. Belleville, how you doing, Troy? With five points at 2-2-1-1. and uh, Toronto with four points. Syracuse with four points. Laval with three. And Utica with two, but they have a suspended game to make up. So, so they're... They're um. They got some um. They their their next games on back order on back order per se. So um, that was your weekend action with the Hershey Bears. Like I said, coming up this weekend, Hartford up at the XL Center, the city that the NHL left behind, and then back to back home games for the Bears this weekend on Halloween weekend. So thank you to everyone to the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to tuning in tuning in everyone i will see you friday and i'll see you at giant center this weekend and above all else everyone i'll still say this despite everything i've said for the past 45 minutes go bears i'll catch you next time thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 